Hello, welcome all. So this is Be New For You provided by Be Nication. And I'm here again, excited for a part two on cultural differences and with Sarah Aradisio. Um, and as you know, she is a trainer in uh, hotel services and she does customer service training um, for many uh, for many different uh, hotel organizations. And I uh, do learning and development uh, within emotional well-being and also provide emotional well-being service for people that are suffering with low mood and mild depression. So yeah, it's so excited and welcome everyone. Thank you for tapping again and listening and thank you, Sarah, for joining. Thank you, Ricky. It's great to be here for another episode. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. So today we're going to, uh, part two, so we're going to look at the individual and their culture. Um, and Sarah is from a customer service um, uh, side, so she's going to be talking on that side. And I'm going to be talking from a service user side, as I, as we've always done in our podcast. Um, but they, you know, it's it's transferable. It's people, um, and and it's you know serving the people and how how best you serve them. Absolutely. So today, mm, so today we're going to be looking at the cultural differences, and we was you know just thinking is you know it's very important I would say to be mindful you know of each customer uh, and and or service user, whether it's in the public sector as well, that each what each person differ in culture. And every time, you know, especially in the UK in a metropolitan city, um, you're dealing with different people from different backgrounds. Um, and it's yeah, it's just really important um, because you you have you could you have to approach people people differently um and i i know that you know it, even even in the fast pace of where we have the patient experience um but their needs and wants can change and when you're dealing with different people you have to be flexible and have an understanding how each person um can differ so for example to give like say for a for a patient um or a service user um if you're helping say the, the mother and she may be you know um from a different and she's got a son the way that you deal with the service could differ for them as well because if the mother hasn't been here long or you know the way that they, they're culturally the way that they communicate um the way that they look at the service and the way they like to be approached will differ from um you know anyone else or or as i said or, or their children who may be here already so you have to kind of look at communication language and what are the barriers you know how do they like to be approached do do they understand you you know i think that's really important absolutely um, and I, I like what you said about how the service user or the customer would like to be approached and you need to know that before uh, you um offer them services and it's so important and um i it's really mm, part of our culture um the way that we approach others uh, so it's it's very difficult it's not um straightforward uh, understanding other people's culture and i was reading an article a few days ago about this um i think it was a conference in the usa uh, and there were um, American uh, and Japanese representative. Um, and um, it was all about um, 
like body distance or speaking distance. Uh, so there mm -hmm. were like Americans have like um, a different comfort zone when standing close to people and talking to them. Uh, to Japanese people. So Japanese people usually uh, were coming closer to Americans and Americans were, were trying to step back uh, to create a safer um, speaking distance, right? Uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, so the, the, the fun of the article was that uh, at the end they were showing a video uh, of this conference and there were like all the time Americans like stepping back, Japanese people stepping closer. It was like if they were dancing uh, in this conference room. But um I think that yeah, what you said it's it's so it's so right in customer service and, and when you're dealing with uh, service users, being aware of cultural diversity is a must if you want to serve them right. Hundred percent, and and it's it's interesting because um, this is one of the fundamental things when you're dealing with different people, and I think naturally. You know, because I even from school, I, I when I went to school, I was working with different cultures and different kids, and I think that's where I picked it up. And many people have, you know, if you have, you know, if you're from a diverse, um, you know, background as as a um, a young person, you know, engaging with different people from overseas and different countries and learning about it, you know, asking questions. And I think I've taken that with me, taken that with me into different customer service roles, and then going into 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 the public sector um but yeah it's, it is it's one of the, the, the main foundations when you're working with with um, different people from different cultures yeah and um, london it's so diverse i mean it's such a, a diverse city um and even the um hospitality industry within london is such a diverse um, environment and full of cultures because guests and customers are coming from all over the world Exactly, and I, I think even the might that sometimes we can predict that the person is thinking and 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 their behavior or receiving the service the way that we think they would, you know, if say for example, like myself, I'm British. Sometimes we can predict that they, they're gonna want the same way or understand the way that I approach them as a, you know in, as culture. But the cultures, there's very much cultural barriers there which we need to learn and differences and even like friends i've had i've had loads of miscommunication with friends from you know different cultures and which has been a learning curve it'd be like no i didn't mean that or i wasn't intending for that to come across that way or i didn't want to be approached that way if that makes sense and yeah. it's not being uptight or getting upset about it it's about learning that, that them differences which is key um which brings you close together and yeah, which, and, and it can then allow you to, you know, have a positive experience with the customer or the service user. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, as you said, like you may think that uh, the way that you behave, it's normal for the other person, but maybe it's not. Um, and this happens with customers and service users as well. Uh, differences in culture and not understanding each other cultures, um, can create frustration and annoyance. So when you work in the service industry, it's really a must uh, to get to know the um, the different cultures of the guests or the customers that you're serving. Exactly. And that's what builds, you know, builds a positive experience and or builds a positive relationship um, with that person. So like you say, for, you know, if it's a customer, you have a returning customer. 
Um, and for a pay, uh, you know, service user, you have someone who feels valued and, and wanted and kind of served in that way as well. So, and uh, you, you get the good feedback and, you know, and that's, and that's what you want, really. Yeah, absolutely. And a little tip that I um, want to give here uh, that could be of a great help, especially if, I mean, this is for the uh, people listening to us, um, especially if you know where most of your customers or service users are coming from. Uh, like, for instance, in one of the hotels where I worked, we had many um, guests and customers uh, coming from the Middle East. Uh, or I know like in companies like um, the Mandarin Orientals, which is a hotel brand, um, many or most of the customers uh, that are coming uh, are coming from Asia. So getting to know um, the culture of your customers will be much easier if you know where most of your customers are coming from. Uh, so for instance, when I was working in that hotel, uh, we were, um, we knew uh, where uh, the Mecca was because many guests were asking us which was the direction of the Mecca to uh, so that they could pray uh, in that direction. So we were um, we knew this already in advance. So we were able to help them with this, um, mm -hmm. and uh, or I know that uh, for many uh, um, Asian cultures, uh, the number four um, it's not a very good number because it means death. Um, so many guests in the hotel that were coming from Asia, we were trying to avoid uh, to give room numbers with number four and eight. So it's these little things that will um, help you build a stronger relationship and have a stronger bond uh, with your customers if you get to know these these little things that could help. Definitely, and this is what helps in in terms of you know the, making them feel you know included and and being mindful and kind of respectful of their diverse and their backgrounds as well and what they believe in. Um, Absolutely. And I think also going on to, you know, at the same point of um, it's really important understanding, you know, their, their background and, and their behaviours and customs and traditions. Also, you have your own company cult culture and the way that you deliver your service as well. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to, you know, undermine that as well. So one of the tips I would say, you know, for how do you bridge the two, getting them to understand the way that you operate, but still accompanying and kind of being suitable for them as well. It's just by asking the right questions. So like, for example, with, patient, um, with service users, we always ask, you know, how was the service for you back home? And how is the service there? And what was right and wrong there? You know, what, what made you feel comfortable or... Uh, seen or heard and valued when you know when you was back home how was that service and how do you feel it can be improved there um as opposed to to here and also you know speaking this is how you know this is how we operate here in our business or this is how the service is carried out um and these are the duties that we have um and you know and then just having that conversation to say okay if even if there are differences in the way we approach you know, if there's ways that we can do things differently, we can. But there are going to be things that you can't. There are going to be your own company culture and the way that you have to do things as well. Um, so there are, for example, pay, uh, service users that will get upset with the way that certain services run. Um, but as long as you have that conversation, you explain why it's run that way. And you know, and what's what's the reasons for that, and what's the benefits for that, 
Um, and if there is any, you know, anything that could be changed, it's welcome because, you know, most most services always you know, they they want feedback and and to change and develop as well the way that they they provide the service uh, for people that are from different backgrounds as well. Yeah, absolutely. I I like what you said that. Of course, you have to be open to uh, feedback from service users uh, and customers. But if you also have um, a, a clear company culture uh, and a clear, uh, let's say, customer service philosophy, um, so you um, you tell exactly what your company is supposed to do to your service users or um, to your guests or customers, uh, if they know, if they're aware of how you run the company, what's your company culture, uh, they will have the right sets of expectations. Um, mm. And I like what you said about getting feedback from them, if, because there is always something that you can improve, but starting already with a clear vision about customer service and a clear customer service philosophy uh, will set the right expectation for customers to make sure that they are happy uh, with the service that you provide. Definitely. And I think also as well, being flexible, because obviously sometimes, yeah. okay, if you've got a set traditional culture or the way of set expectations within the company or the service that you're providing, okay, we do it like this and this only. And then you have someone who you're serving or coming in and they're like, well, we operate like this. You know, sometimes there's going to be a clash. <laughs> so, you know, the fine point is sometimes being flexible with your culture, but you know, sometimes when you look at culture, that's that's what makes your business or service stand out and unique. Yeah. But Absolutely. then again, and you but then again, you can't always accommodate different backgrounds as well. So that that is important. So I, I would say, I don't know for you, Sarah, you know, the, is it important? Do you feel what do you think about the flexibility in your culture? Absolutely. I mean, I, I totally agree with what you said. It's it's great to have um, clear um, vision and uh, clear company culture on how the company operates. Uh, of course, uh, bearing in mind uh, the different cultures of the uh, customers or service users. But of course, you cannot, um, you can be flexible, you cannot accommodate everyone. Um, but the flexibility point, it's its a great one. I really agree. Um, you cannot accommodate everyone if you are flexible and open um, to try to make service better. It's always a great thing for customers. Um, the good thing with having a clear company culture, it, it gives a clear direction also to employees. So it's it's good that we're talking about flexibility um, <laughs> mm -hmm. because customers like flexi flexibility, but having a good and solid point where to start with company culture will give uh, employees a clear direction on how they have to serve customers and service users. And then as they get more experience, as they get more feedback from customers and service users, then that flexibility um, can come in. Uh, where you welcome the feedback of everyone and see how you maybe you can adjust your culture um, slightly to uh, serve your customers better. No, definitely. That, no, that's, it's so, that's really interesting. And I like what you were saying there because it's true. You know, you do have to start, have a starting foundation, fundamental point with your staff. And then that can trickle down and cascade down to the customer and the service user. Um, yeah, no, this is so important. And I think 
it, it's in my side on the service user side i'd say there's not really any clear definition of what information of what that is but um you know that that's why things like this podcast hopefully can help and a lot in my program um i do touch on topics on that as well and i think sarah as well um, you, you you cover that as well yeah, absolutely. I mean, in my customer service courses, um, I cover the topic of raising uh, cultural awareness uh, or cultural diver diversity awareness um, to make sure that the service is always improved. Uh, and also, uh, there are some courses that I do about creating uh, a culture that includes uh, customer service vision so that um, Excellence in the service is always included in your customer uh, in your um, company culture as well. That's amazing. So yeah, so yeah, people, if you want more information, um, you know, it's there. And, and if it's in the course, uh, it's in um, Sarah's training courses and modules, and also in my programs as well. We do teach that, um, and uh, including diversity and inclusion. So yeah, that's great. So. I was, I just want to say thank you for everyone listening to our podcast again. And um, I want to say thank you, Sarah, again for joining. Thank you, Ricky. It was great. Thank you so much. Okay, I hope everyone has a great day wherever you are. Okay, take care. Bye.